from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water Through Christ our Lord, amen. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood. Welcome to today's Mass. Welcome to the EWTN, Global Catholic Radio Network. everyone, John Lady in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Sorry, I had a few connection issues this morning. Welcome to the show. It is Monday. We are ready to go. June 29th, Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon. Director, Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. 
going to have Sunday's gospel for you. Megan Sella, Channel 13 meteorologist, is going to be on for her live weekly outlook. Joe Stopulis, host of Man Up, is going to be coming on to preview his 9 o'clock show. At 7.45, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is going to be on. She's got a book out called Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary. We're going to talk about the importance of that. Why don't we just go to Jesus? Why do we go to Jesus through Mary? Uh, you know, June is the consecration to the Immaculate Heart and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We're going to talk to Donna Marie all about it today. She's on EWTN and just has done a great job uh, with this and many others when it comes to Our Lady. So Donna Marie, I think, is the go-to when it comes to Our Lady, and especially consecrating herself to Our Lady, uh, to Jesus through Our Lady. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle coming up at 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news in sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa and your saint of the day all coming up here on this Monday, June 29th. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning, John. How you doing on your first parish mission since the pandemic? Yes, I'll tell you what. It was uh, not a packed crowd, we'll say. We had about 50 people there last night, which was good. Everyone kind of, uh, you know, spaced out, of course, accordingly, and then a bunch more on uh, streaming. So it was it was interesting, but we did it right. Well, that's good. That's uh, it's always a good first start, and we'll get better from there, and uh, the tenants will grow, I'm sure, as things move forward. Had Mass yesterday. Went to Mass for the first time on Sunday in about three and a half months, and uh, really enjoyed that. And uh, I know a lot of the parishes and uh, diocese of Des Moines did the same. I was able to go mass as well yesterday here in uh, wisconsin it was it was neat you know a little emotional too but uh, it was really just a a neat thing my wife she'll be going next week for the first time i think she said you know well no i know she said she's going to probably get a little emotional as well for for a few months away it's uh it's good to be back mm-hmm. no no question about it no question. All right, my friend, let's get right to it. we got a very warm and muggy, and well, they're calling it hot and muggy day here in central Iowa. Right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. Uh, we have mostly sunny skies, 75 degrees right now. South-southeast wind at 13 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 91%, as we'll see hot, muggy, and breezy conditions throughout the day. Under mostly sunny skies, a high of 88 degrees here in central Iowa. Those south winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour will keep things uh, probably uh, somewhat uh, reasonable. The feels like temperature later on this afternoon in the upper 90s with that heat index. So we've uh, uh, going to have uh, quite a very warm day here in central Iowa. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 73 degrees. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 86 degrees on your Tuesday. Wednesday, isolated showers and thunderstorms. Uh, our chances move in, a high of 87 degrees. And the rest of the week, uh, highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s as by the time we get to the 4th of July, which is this Saturday. Well, 
Well, in the news, on this uh, Monday morning, uh, new numbers from the U.S. Labor Department show a mixed bag for Iowa's unemployment picture. First-time jobless claims were down last week in the state of Iowa by 527 claims uh, to 8,542 people claiming jobless benefits. But ongoing claims, which reflects the unemployment rate, were up slightly after they've been dropping for five straight weeks. Ongoing claims totaled 153,771. That's up just over 1,000 from the previous week. Unemployment insurance benefits totaled over $38 million last week. That's up slightly from $37.9 million the week before. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And tonight we have high school baseball and softball as Dowling Catholic will be on the road at Waukee in the softball and baseball doubleheaders beginning at 5 o'clock. Uh, the softball game has number two Waukee with a record of 12 and 0 taken on Dowling Catholic with the record of 6 and 6. That'll be at the Waukee softball complex tonight at 5 o'clock. And a game you can hear right here on Iowa Catholic Radio at 7th ranked Dowling taking on number five Waukee in high school baseball. The Maroons are 11 and 1 on the season. Waukee 7 and 5. Uh, first pitch in game one of the doubleheader will be at 5 o'clock. And Joe Stacy with the call tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. His pregame show gets underway at 445 this afternoon. Once again from the Mercy One Studio in the morning. Currently, we have mostly sunny skies, 75 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 13 miles per hour, that humidity up there at 91%. And today, we will see mostly sunny skies, hot, muggy, breezy conditions throughout the day, a high of 88 degrees, with south winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. That feels like temperature. It will be in the upper 90s later on this afternoon. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Imadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, Jimmy, let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about soul. It's all about faith and a deeper devotion. It's all about soul. I'm sorry, John. What's that? How you doing, Deacon? I'm good. Can you hear me? I'm good. I'm, good. Good. I'm ready good. for this joke today because Jesus certainly gave us a joke today. So bring it on. Right? I'll tell you what. Jesus... Jesus, when he talks about the cross, I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, you you, you uh, made me that way, and he says it here. You want to come after me, you're going to take up your cross. Discipleship and the cross, they are connected. You cannot be a disciple of Jesus without the cross. That's right. You know Christianity without cross, right? No Catholicism without the cross. And, you know, in the early centuries, they really picked up on that. I mean, that's what they expected. That's, uh, you know, they didn't go out and look for it, but it certainly came to them early and understand they understood this much. You know, when he says, you've got to put me first, 
it's a hard thing, you know, because family was so strong back then. Family was, you know, love, um, honor your father and mother, you know, all that kind of stuff in the early commandments or in the commandments uh, stuff. It was just very, very difficult. You know, you, you think of it, John. You got to, you got to teach Joe to love God, right? You got to teach him to love God. Yeah. You got to teach your family to love God first, and then everything else flows into place. That's a, that's a difficult thing, you know. Uh, very shocking to the early communities. I want you to talk about this for a second. Because when, when Jesus mentions the cross, this is something that would have caught the attention of every single person that was around him. You know, I mean, they, they lined the streets up with the crucified. The cross was not a, a good symbol. It wasn't an uplifting symbol. It wasn't something that was, oh, that, that's really nice or sweet. Like many of us here, the gospel of the Lord, thanks, uh, thanks be to God. You know, uh, praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. We kind of like sit down and, and everything uh, you know, we go about our day. This is something that would have really stopped them in their tracks when Jesus aligns the greatest force of execution of Caesar to following him uh, as a disciple. Yeah, literally, you must, you're going to die for your faith. If you follow me, you're going to die. You're going to be a martyr. You know, that's what the mean, that's where the word witness comes from, right? When he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all this, you will be my martyr. Is literally what he's saying there. You know, I always thought the analogy, John, was that it's like we, you know, in our in our in our thought process, right? We come into church, which we are allowed to do this weekend. Um, come into our churches, and we hang this this form of execution over the altar. It, it would be like taking the electric chair, right? And taking the electric chair and hanging it over your altar and saying, "This is what I must do." And I, it is. I mean, I don't. Uh, you know, it, it just—it's it, an execution form. It was the worst execution form you could possibly have. It was suffering, a lot of suffering, a lot of torment, and it really would have been difficult to follow Jesus when he says things like that. Jesus says, "Do you want you want to have life? You will lose it." This is very opposite, friends, of kind of what we find in self help culture. Um, you know, it, kind of uplifting. Go get your. Uh, you know, it's your life, make your life whatever you want it to be, kind of sort of direction. Um, Jesus says, if you want to have life, you're going to lose your life. See, here's the conditions that Jesus sets for discipleship, the conditions of love. It is not filling oneself up. It is emptying oneself for one another, Deacon. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, let me let me bring it to modern times. John, a lot of times you walk to people and you, you say to them, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm living the dream. We got to ask the next question. What's the dream? What is it? What are you after? Is it this life or is it the next life? Are you are you banking on or make some kind of compromise that you can do both? No, you can't. It's either one or the other. And so you live in this world, but it's not the main thing in this world for you. It's the next world. Yeah, I think that's exactly. Exactly. Uh, Deacon Dave O'Brien, everyone, when it comes to the cross, we get Deacon on. Deacon, would you give us your blessing? Lord Jesus Christ, we are we bear your cross. We will follow you. We become disciples, and you have outlined what that means. And so, Lord, we have to make a choice to put you first. So give us the blessings and the strength that we need each and every day, Lord, to pick up that cross. Pick up that cross and follow you in your footsteps, knowing that the reward at the end is eternal life. We ask for this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien, have a great week, Deacon.
Okay, John, you too. Have a great 4th of July and all that. Okay? Oh, yeah, you as well. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, coming up, friends, we're going to have uh, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is going to be on. Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary is her new book, 33 Days of Preparation with St. Louis de Montfort. Uh, and this is a family consecration to Jesus through Mary. So we're going to talk to her about the importance of that, but also why. Why go to Jesus through Mary? All of that for you with Donna Marie, EWTN's Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle coming up uh, soon. We'll also have Pope Francis's words from yesterday's Sunday general audience address and much more coming up here on John Leonetti in the morning. Don't go anywhere here on this Monday. Thanks for being a part of the show. I got a uh, text message this morning from Dean. He said, uh, he said, no, no humidity is going to stop him. No rain out there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty high. It's pretty hot. But nonetheless, Dean Bell out there. By the way, his birthday's tomorrow. I got to get him a gift or something. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs. Thank you, Dean, for underwriting the show and all you continue to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. 963-4494, residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. No man is an island we can be found. No man is an island that you can't die. You don't have to find me. I am free. 
right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Today, I'll give it away. It's a solemnity, which means it's a big day in the life of the church. It is the Feast of St. Peter and St. Paul. We're going to talk about that coming up here in the second half hour. But also, Pope Francis had something to say on that, on the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul. Pope Francis to pray for one another and for unity, saying only prayer unlocks chains. When we talk about unity in the life of the faith, when we talk about unity in the church, I don't know if there is a greater day or greater intercessory prayer that we can go to for intercessory prayer than that of St. Peter and St. Paul. You know, they, they weren't always on the same page, to say the least. If you have studied St. Peter, St. Paul, if you've seen or even just read scripture, uh, you, you see they, they aren't always on the same page. Some of them are, are, you know, I've heard some people speculate that the thorn that Paul had in his side was that he wanted to be the authority figure. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but you can kind of speculate a little bit on this here. Both of them kind of going at each other a little bit. Of course, disciples, heroic when it comes to the faith. But at the same time, at the same time, if they can get this right, if they can get this right, I think all of us can get this right. Pope Francis saying, what would happen if we prayed more and complained less? The same thing that happened to Peter in prison. Now is then. So many closed doors would be opened. So many chains that bind would be broken. Let us ask for the grace to be able to pray for one another. He said this. He said, Pope, uh, Pope Peter, yeah, and, and Paul, he said, we're very different people, yet God gave them the grace to be closely united in Christ. He says, quote, we celebrate together two very different individuals. Peter, a fisherman who spent his days amid boats and nets, and Paul, a learned Pharisee who taught in synagogues. When they went forth on mission, Peter spoke to Jews and Paul to pagans. And then when their paths crossed, they could argue heatedly, as Paul's unashamed to admit in one of his letters. The closeness that joined Peter and Paul did not come from natural inclinations the Pope said, but from the Lord. The Lord did not command us to like one another, but to love one another. I thought that was his most important line in his Sunday general, or excuse me, Sunday Angelus address yesterday. The Lord did not command us to like one another, but to love one another. You may experience this in your family or people that you know, people that you're close with. You know, it's, it's hard to to get along with them, you might say, well, you know, the Lord doesn't command you just to get along. The, man com the Lord commands you to love. The Lord doesn't command us to just merely get along, to like each other. The Lord commands us to love one another. And not just each other, not just our friends, not just the ones we like, but our enemies even. Peter and Paul, good examples of this today. Uh, friends, I uh, was reading Church Pop. They came out with a great piece that I really thought was, uh, well, I thought it was good for us, especially as in Des Moines here as we're getting back to Mass uh, this weekend, next weekend, and other weekends as the churches continue to open slowly. Of course, Bishop Johnson granting that churches can open in the Des Moines area, but you know, many pastors, they are taking it slowly. Many pastors have their own rules, of course, and uh, we need to follow them accordingly. But I read a great uh, uh, blog the other day that was 10 awesome tips to help you get the most out of Mass. I was able to go to Mass yesterday and thought it was really good. Uh, you know, St. John Vianney said if we really 
understood the mass, we would die of joy. If we understood what it was that we were going to, friends, we would die of pure joy. This is the mass. This is a sacrifice of the mass that we go to. And I think it's important for us as we get back to mass to really reflect on the importance of the mass in our lives. You know, my wife was uh, saying this to me last night. She said, John, she said, you were able to go to mass yesterday. How was it? I said, I got a little emotional. And I did. You know, I, I went to Bishop Hying of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, where I met. He was here at the, the parish saying the, uh, uh, saying the mass because it was the 50th anniversary of the, of the parish that I'm speaking at. And, you know, with that, uh, uh, it's the 50th anniversary. They wanted to do a parish mission. Um, I was supposed to do it in April, but I'm now here in June. And as the bishop, he elevated the host. I, I, I couldn't help but just get a little emotional during that. You know, it's been so long on a Sunday mass that I've been able to be here with, with other people. And of course, everyone's socially distanced apart and, you know, they, they were able to have 25% of people in the church here in Wisconsin. But it was one of those moments for me that I, I don't know, I, I haven't had one of those moments for a long, long time. Uh, maybe, maybe even since the first time I started reading about the saints and Padre Pio and St. John Vianney. You know, Padre Pio's masses, by the way, were, were two and a half hours long. Where did I learn the catechesis? Uh, you know, did I get catechized on the mass? Where, when did I learn about the importance or the sacredness of the Holy Mass? It wasn't because of, you know, uh, text or it wasn't because of, uh, you know, really heady theological documents that uh, I was reading from. It was from the saints. And St. Padre Pio, he was it. You know, St. Padre Pio said that the earth would survive better without the sun than it would without the Holy Mass. And so being able to get back to it was really something that was special for me, and I hope it's going to be special for you as well, friends. Uh, go to churchpop.com, uh, click on the Catholic Talk Show, and uh, you'll be able to see those 10 awesome tips. I listened to that podcast the other day. It was really interesting. The Catholic Talk Show with Ryan Shield, Father Rich Pagano, and uh, they discuss really just getting back to Mass and doing so in a holy manner. Good stuff this morning. Let's go to Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm just fine this morning. It's a hot one today, huh? Yes, it is going to be warm and steamy pretty much every day this week. Today, we'll, we will have lots of sunshine. Temperatures will make it to 88 degrees, but it will feel warmer than that with the added humidity up into the low 90s is what it will feel like. We'll have a breezy south wind about 10 to 15 miles per hour. could be gusty at times up above 25 miles per hour. Tonight will be partly cloudy. There is a possibility of a stray thunderstorm that may pop up in the very early morning hours. Temperatures will drop to 71 degrees overnight. Tuesday will be partly sunny. There's a chance of an isolated shower in the late afternoon and evening. We'll have a daytime high of 85 on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, we will, again, see partly sunny skies with that chance of a few scattered showers popping up in the afternoon hours of Wednesday. Highs will again be at about 87 degrees, the upper 80s. Thursday looks like more of the same, mostly sunny. A stray shower could pop up in the afternoon, 89 degrees. Friday's looking quieter. The chances of those pop-up showers a little less likely on Friday. Mostly sunny skies, a high near 89. And then the 4th of July on Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 90. It stays very warm and hot into July 5th on Sunday with sunny skies and, again, 90 degrees for the high. So it looks like a very warm stretch of weather ahead. 
Indeed, indeed. It's going to be one of those Julys. Megan Sola, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Thanks for coming on, Megan. Have a great day. All right, you as well. Coming up, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is going to be on. She's a Catholic wife, mother, grandmother. That's how she describes herself, and she's also known worldwide for her heartfelt and encouraging writing. She's got a new book for families out there, Marriages and Families, Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary is the, uh, the title of her new book. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle coming up in the second half hour. We'll also have Joe Stopulis, host of Man Up to preview his nine o'clock show. Don't go anywhere. John Lee night in the morning where we're almost getting to July art way, June 29th. It's a Monday. Thanks for being a part of this show. And thank you to Blessman international for underwriting the show. Blessman international send teams over to Limpopo, South Africa to be able to help thousands, thousands of people just for a simple meal, just uh, digging wells, toilets, so many things that you and I take for granted every single day. Blessman International, they're on the front lines of it and helping many, many people. Blessmaninternational.org, thank you for underwriting the show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That's blessmaninternational.org. Father Andrew, now with today's Gospel and Reflection. Matthew, when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah. Still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord In this passage for the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul, we are reminded that Jesus set Peter as his vicar on earth, more popularly referred to as the first pope of the church. However, he does so not necessarily because of anything Peter has done to earn the title and power, but because he received the faith from the Father to make such a bold confession. Would that we too be so humble and open to receiving this faith from our Heavenly Father, so that we not only make such bold and powerful statements, but fight well in the spiritual warfare of which he speaks. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Whoa, oh, 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 oh
We appreciate you being a part of the show today. I want to thank Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. Uh, coming up here soon, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle going to be back on the show. She's a favorite of many guests. I love having her on. She's the author of many different books and has a new one out called Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary. So we're going to talk about it being the importance of consecrating ourselves to our Lord, just in general, individuals, but to do so through Our Lady and to do so as a family. So she's really kind of wrapped all of that into one book. We'll have the importance and why that's so important coming up here soon. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up, going to preview his 9 o'clock show as well. Deacon Tony Valdez here on this Monday, June 29th. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Uh, happy Monday to you. I know you're up in Wisconsin. Parish Mission's back underway. Uh, not, a, not a large crowd, but at least it's a start you had this weekend, my friend. It was a start. Yeah, most of them pushed out until about the fall or next year. But this one, they said that it was going to be in April. They wanted to push it out to the summer, and uh, they were going to do it anyway. And, uh, yeah, everything, everyone properly distant. It was it was new, uh, kind of new for me because, I, you know, I like speaking to the, the packed crowd, but we're not going to see that for a little while. Nonetheless, it was good to be here. My question is, did you wear your Cubs mask or Vikings mask on because you're in the middle of Wisconsin, and sometimes you have no idea who your crowd caters to. So just just a question I want to throw out. Well, I got my Cubs mask. You would think I would, you know, anything different. I don't have a Vikings mask yet. I'm going to have to put you on making me one of those. <laughs> well, that, that might reflect the attendance that you had the first uh, day, uh, John, because uh, a lot of Brewers fans in that area, so I just kind of want to throw that out. you got to cater to your constituents. Well, with baseball coming back, I, I'm, just, I'm just happy to see anything baseball-related right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, as you heard from Megan, it's going to be very warm and muggy, hot, and we have a little bit of breezy, and that means – the uh, sweet corn is almost ready. Maybe next week at this time we can see some of the early sweet corn. That's what I like about this hot weather. That's why I'm coming back for the sweet corn. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. We have at the Mercy One Studios, mostly sunny skies, 75 degrees. The south-southeast wind at 13 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 91%, and it'll be warm, muggy, breezy throughout the day. You'll need your sunglasses, as we'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day here in central Iowa. Today's high 88 degrees. South winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour, keeping that feels-like temperature right around the uh, lower to uh, mid-90s throughout the day. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 73 degrees, and then tomorrow, 
Partly cloudy, dry, high of 86 degrees for your uh, Tuesday. Wednesday, more of the same. We could see some isolated storms pop up on your Wednesday, a high of 87 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, partly cloudy and dry, highs in the upper 80s. Well, in the news, on this uh, Monday morning, new numbers from the U.S. Labor Department show a mixed bag for Iowa's unemployment picture. First-time jobless claims were down last week in the state of Iowa by 527 claims uh, to 8,542. But ongoing claims, which reflects the unemployment rate, were up slightly after they've been dropping for five straight weeks. Ongoing claims totaled 153,771. That's up over over a thousand from the previous week. Unemployment insurance benefits totaled over thirty-eight million dollars last week. That's up uh, from thirty-seven point nine million dollars from the week before. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, PGA Golf, the Travelers Championship out in Connecticut. Dustin Johnson, a one-stroke victory over Kevin Streelman with a nineteen under par to, to uh, take that. Uh, 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 tournament and then the NASCAR racing last night, the Pocono Raceway in Pennsylvania. Denny Hamlin won his fourth, uh, got his fourth win of the season. He held off Kevin Harvick and Eric Jones uh, in the NASCAR race at Pocono Raceway in Pennsylvania. Tonight we have high school baseball on Iowa Catholic Radio as Dowling baseball and softball teams traveling to Waukee. Uh, in the softball contest, number two Waukee undefeated at 12 and 0, taking on uh, Dowling Catholic with a record of six and six. That f- doubleheader will get underway at five o'clock at Waukee High School softball field. And the game you'll hear tonight, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, seventh-ranked Dowling baseball team, a record of 11 and one, taking on number five Waukee with a record of seven and five. And uh, first pitch, five o'clock. We'll have both games of the doubleheader beginning at five o'clock. Our pregame coverage with Joe Stacy on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight begins at 4:45. So tune in, high school baseball dowling at Waukee here on iowa catholic radio once again from the mercy one studios in des moines we have uh, currently 75 degrees mostly sunny skies it'll be hot muggy and breezy throughout the day a south southeast wind right now at 13 miles per hour and that humidity up there at 91 percent today we'll see partly sunny skies with a high of 88 degrees south winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour putting that feels like temperature up there in the mid 90s and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your monday morning john lee and show coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by ashworth vision clinic and the catholic tuition organization thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio 1150 a.m 88.5 fm 94.5 fm and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are accident-free. No problems to pass along as we uh, continue that drive-in this morning at 235. Business as usual, seven minutes to downtown from the West and East Mixer. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic at Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Reminders of the bountiful ocean of God's mercy and forgiveness. Today is the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul. We know that both these men are central to the story of the gospel in the early church. Peter, a simple fisherman, gives up everything to follow Jesus. 
It is Peter who confesses Jesus as the Messiah and is granted the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Yet we learn that Peter has a bit of a foot-in-mouth disease. He immediately denies the need for Christ to suffer and is rebuked. He tries to prevent Jesus from washing his feet at the Last Supper, only to go on to ask for the deluxe package later. And he promises to stand by Jesus during persecution. And then he denies him three times that same night. Paul was a violent persecutor of Jesus' followers after the resurrection. He was likely present for and participated in the stoning of St. Stephen. But on the road to Damascus, Paul is given a miraculous opportunity for conversion. His physical blindness opens his eyes to the fulfillment that Christ brings to the scriptures and had been so rigorously enforcing. For both men, Jesus reaches out in a specific way to call them back to the path of righteousness. They serve as examples that our church is built out of men and women who need the salvation that Christ offers and that Jesus is always the one who reaches out to us first to provide that healing. Both Peter and Paul have their own individual feast on the Roman calendar. But today is a particularly good day to recall God's forgiveness and his mercy, just like he showed to St. Peter and St. Paul. We ask St. Peter and St. Paul on this solemnity to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning really is. Thank you for underwriting our saint of the day. Been in practice for 30 years. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. No Joe right now. We'll go to Donna Marie Cooper of Boyle right after this, friends, with her new book on family consecration to Jesus through the heart of Mary. I don't know of another book out there like this. So we'll talk to Donna Marie all about it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Monday, June 29th. It's going to be a hot one today. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality. No, not just the customer service. The commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials and equipment used. Next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. That's goldenrulephc.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, June 29th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. As parishes in the metro area begin offering weekday and weekend masses, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the parish. Family units must sit six feet away from others during Mass. You're encouraged to use hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will also be placed by the door for your tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who's vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. For those who do not attend Mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. The Sunday Mass obligation remains suspended. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website. The Catholic Charities Annual Bishop's Golf Classic is planned for August 31st at Echo Valley Country Club in Norwalk. Proceeds from this event help those that are in need in our community through Catholic Charities. Visit the Catholic Charities website to learn more. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. 
Chelsea Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Good morning, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio outside of the Mercy One studio today. Yes, gave my first evening of a parish mission back in the last few months here in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, it was it was just nice. It was good to be back. Most of the people, of course, were streaming. I think we had a couple hundred, over a couple hundred people that were streaming on it, but uh, I was live in the church. We had about 50 people in the church there, and it was just a great time. Uh, by all. So again, getting back to some semblance of normalcy here. Thank you and praise to God for, for that. All right, we got uh, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle coming up right now. She is the author of the new book, Family Consecration, Consecration Excuse me, to Jesus Through Mary, 33 Days of Preparation in Light of St. Louis Marie de Montfort. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle back on the show. Hello, Donna. Hey, good morning, John, and happy belated birthday. A little birdie told me you had a birthday recently. <laughs> well, I thank, thank you You're very much for that. Yeah, early June, and I've uh, been trying to get past it. Now that i got that back pain, I'm starting to realize that birthdays aren't always <laughs> as, as fun anymore, Donna uh, Marie. Uh, this is a book that, you know, you hear of consecrations to Jesus, you hear of consecrations to Our Lady. You don't hear a lot of doing so as a family, um, right. In fact, this is one of the, the only books that I, I can think yeah. of that, that that kind of instructs this to happen. Where did you come up with this? Yes, well, we know <laughs> the Holy Spirit, God, you know, our Lord, um, I really believe, inspired me. You know, you probably know I'm all about the family. Most of my 30-something books are, you know, to help the family because, you know, the family is a vital cell of society. And, you know, our Lord tells us to make a domestic church of our home, to raise the kids in the faith, you know, and to, for the parents to be that first and foremost educator, and a lot of times grandparents, too. So, you know, we need to nourish the family. We need to help them. And, you know, since I'm a mother and a grandmother, I'm all about the family. I, I love this vocation, you know, with all of its, you know, challenges and amazing joys. And I know we need to protect the kids. And there wasn't anything, you know, like that. To a book that could, you know, consecrate everyone, the whole family, kids uh, seven on up, you know, along with the parents or the grandparents. So, I really felt inspired to to put pen to paper and fingers to keys and just, you know, pray and and write this book. And 
I wanted to stay true to, you know, St. Louis de Montfort's teachings and, of course, the church teachings, but, you know, stay with that 33-day preparation. So, you know, it, it, some of the teachings that he has, you know, his teachings are very, um, well, they're pretty amazing, but they're, they might go over the kids' heads. So in each of the days, you know, I, I uh, kind of distill it down into, you know, children's teachings. I've been a catechist for over about 30 years, so I love to teach the kids, too. So, you know, I put a teaching for the kids so the parents can just, you know, read their teaching, um, their suggestions for the day. You might get into, you know, asking that later. but And then, you know, helping the, the parents to know how to teach this to their, to their little children, mostly to help them to, you know, have this love, a beautiful love at a tender age, you know, for Jesus and Mary, and to learn from a tender age how much, you know, we, how much Mary, you know, leads us to her son and how important that is, and, and to protect them by giving them this consecration, because um, there's so much out there, as you know, John, in the world, and so much coming at us, and it's getting more and more challenging. So I, I really feel we have to protect the kids. I want to talk about the what goes into the the days in a second, but um, you mentioned that uh, Saint Louis uh, Marie de Montfort said that it's not enough just to pray for our kids. Uh, well, extrapolate on that a little bit. Yes, actually, it was Saint Faustina who said that. But but Saint Louis de Montfort, you know, he, he's an amazing, amazing teacher. You know, who's on fire with love for Jesus and Mary. So that's why, uh, and his teachings made a remarkable influence on the church and continue to do so, so that's why I want to stick with him with the, uh, the book, so it's not watered down or changed into some other fashion. But, yeah, so St. Faustina, who I'm very fond of and I've written about and preached about and, you know, at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy and just love her so much, well, she, um, she said, I, I didn't even discover this until during the writing of the book. I just happened upon that passage in her diary. I think I might, might have just not noticed it as much in the past. And she she talked about this um, apparition where children came to her ages like 4 to 11 or 5 to 11, and um, they said, you are to protect us. They said, actually, defend us from evil. These were children, 5 to 11 years of age. And she, she then saw the Lord Jesus uh, in that same vision, and he was very distressed, and he told her, you are to defend them from evil. So she, from that moment on, prayed earnestly for the children, and she knew, you know, she, that was part of her mission, um, not just divine mercy, but, you know, to pray for souls of the living and of the dead and souls in purgatory. Uh, she prayed for it so often, but she knew she had to pray for the children as well. But then she said, but I feel that prayer alone is not enough. So, John, when I came across this during the writing of this book, while I'm having St. Faustina's relic with me, I always keep that with me during my writing, and I had St. Louis de Montfort's first-class relic with me during the writing. A monk friend loaned it to me for the writing of this book. So I was praying and praying and praying, and this came to me. You know, I found that, discovered that during the writing, and it really was a shot in the arm because, to me, it, it was... It was so amazing because I felt like, wow, we really do need to protect these children. You know, they came to St. Faustina. Our Lord asked St. Faustina, protect the children. We know we need to protect vulnerable children, but it was just another, you know, emphasis on that. And it helped me, you know, gave me fuel, gave me passion, you know, to get this book done 
and get this out there, you know, so there's this tool, there's this, you know, manual of protection, uh, if I may, uh, just, you know, to give them the consecration as well, because I think once they're consecrated to Jesus through Mary, they will be able to, you know, um, be, um, be like build up their armor, you know, they'll be uh, stronger in the, in the face of this battle that rages on around us. I don't want to sound all doom and gloom, but we are in a battle, you know, good and evil, and we need to work out our salvation here within the nitty-gritty details of our lives, and so we've got to help the kids. Why through Mary, Donna Marie? Why not just consecration to Jesus? Oh, wow. Well, if, if anybody knows anything about St. Louis de Montfort, and if you don't, please get to know him. He's amazing. Well, he always said that, um, you know, well, first of all, um, he said we should do everything through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, and for Mary. And he said the reason we do that is so that we could do it more perfectly through Jesus, with Jesus, in Jesus, and for Jesus. And he had said that, you know, Mary um, needs to be more known. We need to get to know her more because um, Jesus is not known enough because we don't know Mary enough. So, I mean, I can, if we had more time, I could go into that uh, in greater depth, but simply, just very simply, that we need to get to know Mary because she leads us to her son. And in the beginning of the book, I talk about, you know, the wedding feast at Cana and how Mary was very instrumental in Jesus' first miracle, you know, to, because the bride and groom uh, would have been embarrassed and, and, you know, shamed if they didn't have enough wine for their wedding guests at their wedding feast. So, you know, Mary said, do whatever he tells you. And, you know, St. John the Evangelist, in writing his gospel after a very long life and inspired by the Holy Spirit, made sure that we knew that Mary's presence was significant. So this is, you know, from Scripture... And St. John tells us that Mary was there, so this is worthy of our attention, that she was there and so instrumental in carrying out, you know, Jesus' first public miracle. So she's been with Jesus since the very beginning, of course, as we know, and she's been working with him uh, ever since, and I believe she still works very, very hard from heaven. You know, even St. John Paul II, at one point, as you I'm sure no, you know, questioned his devotion to Mary just, you know, just for a, mo- a moment, you know, just, just like, oh, should I, should I be so devoted to her? Is that taking away from my devotion to Jesus? And he read St. Louis de Montfort, and another saint, you know, St. John Paul II, being a saint now, you know, was led by this other saint, St. Louis de Montfort, who dispelled that, you know, that fear from his heart. No, no, get to know Mary, be devoted to the Mother of God. You know, Jesus wants you to love her. So even our dear St. John Paul II questioned his devotion just for a bit, you know, and then realized, yes, stick with Mary. So we need to stick with Mary because she leads the way. She's our mother when Jesus was hanging from the cross, you know, drawing his last breath just about saying, here is your mother. So he gave us the eminent gift of his own mother to lead us. You know, Jesus tells us. To, to, you know, to ask Mary as to be our mother. You know, Mother Teresa used to say to me, say the simple prayer, Mary, Mother of Jesus, be a mother to me now. So we can hmm. call on Mary, and we do that through this consecration preparation. We call on her, we ask her to lead us, you know, through this process of 
learning, uh, emptying ourselves of the spirit of the world, obtaining knowledge of ourselves, obtaining knowledge of the Blessed Mother, and then knowledge of Jesus Christ, and then making our consecration. Uh, Donna Marie Cooper Boyle, I, I could probably talk to you about this book for another uh, another hour. 33 days to with St. Louis de, uh, Marie de Montfort, Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary. You can get the book at sophiainstitute.com. Otherwise, you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you. It's always a pleasure to have you on, Donna Marie. Thank you for coming back. Oh, thank you so much, John. God bless you. You as well. Donna Marie Cooper Boyle, everyone. Family Consecration to Jesus Through Mary. Good stuff this morning. And that puts this show in the books Thanks. here on this Monday, June 29th. We'll be back on tomorrow outside of the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Protector of all who hope in you, Heavenly Father, bless your people. Keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am John the Holy Friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. We never will run dry. So living water flowing through. God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.